0: Mega Dads Live is a mature rated podcast. It's for the Mega Dads, the Mega Moms, but not the Mega Kids. So put on those earmuffs and let's go! Welcome, everyone, to Mega Dads Live, your monthly visit to the place where gamer life meets real life podcasting since 2014. We are the ultimate podcast to help you balance your love of games, media with the joys of life in the real world. My name is Adam Leonard and I am joining you from the 33rd floor of Megadad's headquarters located in the heart of our nation's capital, Champlin, Minnesota. And I am joined as always by my lovely assistant manning the switchboard, Mabel. Mabel, how are you doing this fine national holiday
1: yes i i
0: saw you gathering up some fireworks this morning uh it looks like you're gonna put on quite a quite a celebration There's, oh oh I, I those weren't fireworks oh really dynamite dynamite oh blowing up the supreme court okay well good luck i hope it all turns out for you uh, that's exciting stuff. I can't wait to see it on the news. Joining me Dem- in the second chair, as always, is the man who has the full text of the Declaration of Independence micro-printed on his taint, Antonio. How are you doing, Tony?
2: I had to do it for the motherland, Adam. Mm. I love that. Democracy at work. Let's threaten somebody. Let's get violence involved. This is great. What is? What are we coming to, Adam? Let's just strip... like rights away from like everyone left and right
1: i I, first
2: they came for the gamers no just everyone
1: left everyone left antonio the right is fine as long as you are a straight white christian man you are gonna be a okay
2: (laughs) first they came for the nintendo fans and i said nothing Mm. and then they came for the playstation fans and i said nothing Mm. and nay there was no one left I don't know. What's up? How's everybody doing today? Good.
0: I, I am ready to celebrate uh, alcohol. I think mm-hmm. is what I'm basically. The only thing that I'll be celebrating on this holiday is getting shit faced in the sun. Um, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna Did pretend. Did you know that, that alcohol,
2: this, huh? Alcohol like goes up in bad economies, good economies. It doesn't matter. It just keeps climbing. It's the gift if that things keeps get on bad, living. People drink. People have money in good times. People drink. It's just just up and up and up. That's a lock. Stock tip from Hypecaster here.
0: Speaking of up and up and up, this podcast is only getting better and better and better because finally making his stunning comeback to the program, a gentleman who needs no introduction, a man whose beard is a symbol of freedom and liberty, wondrous,
1: will Schultz, will welcome back to the show how the fuck are you uh i'm good i'm glad to be back here though i am now considering shaving the beard
2: <laughs> no. uh,
1: you,
0: you should just you should just paint it just dye it red white and blue and then sp- just splatter glitter all over it that'd be hot <laughs> that'd be hot
2: I'm so excited to have Will back. Like the 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 little text on my taint is vibrating right now. I'm so excited. <laughs>
0: the, the declaration is elongated. Did you
2: pay extra for that? <laughs> it's great to have Will back.
0: It's so, so great going. to have oh, Will right. back. Did you you know what happened to this show after he left?
2: <laughs> oh my god. Are you kidding me?
0: We had issues. Will, how's it going? How are you? What's new? Uh,
2: <laughs>
1: I'm I'm all right, you know. Uh, I went through a pretty hefty crash, which I am uh, mostly out of. I'm, yeah, you know, I'm doing all right now. Well, Much so did like we. America,
2: yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get through.
1: <laughs> we'll get through this together. Um, How long
2: are we gonna stick with this uh, July Fourth theme or whatever? Should we reference it the, the entire episode? Or these puns continue? No, God, gonna... no, please. Okay, I can't. we're done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so I, a little, a little story about what's going on with me right now is I went to see Indiana Jones last night, like on a whim. I got out of work early, like got home. I said, everybody get your shit together. We're going to go see Indiana Jones. Uh, Who? Who, dad? Exactly. No, they didn't Uh... care. I "I don't care that you don't care. We're going to go see Indiana Jones. And we watched it. (laughs) It it was good. I liked it. Um, but like, he's 80 years old. Harrison Ford and it like you can tell that he's 80 years old so like when Indiana Jones runs in this movie he's like kind of like hobbling back and forth and I've (laughs) never felt more like identified on screen as I did during this movie because everything in my body is like just like sore and breaking down slowly. Somebody posted in the Discord a a meme about turning your neck too fast and hurting yourself. (laughs) And like this morning, that is like my whole everything above my shoulders is just like crackly and like sore and doesn't move the way that it should. And it's causing headaches. And like I can feel like if I push on my hips hard enough, like I can pop them back to where they used to be. I don't know about you guys. I'm older than you guys, but um, my body is just rigid and frail and i i felt it felt kind of nice watching an 80-year-old man do some shit not as good as he used to but still attempt to do some shit and like survive <laughs> um okay let's go into our super positives all right because wait
2: adam one more what? one more one one more movie would you say does he got one more indiana jones no movie? no no no, no. Oh, we're, we're done. done no no they no. say he's retired they say he's retired Five years from now, they wheel his ass He's 85. <laughs> He's just like...
1: No, not possible. Okay. I'm, He's surprised, done. I'm surprised he didn't sure. like, write it into his agreement to make this movie that Indy doesn't die at the end.
0: You know, it, they, they do it. not Han Solo it. They, they, they freeze his brain at the end. Just, yeah. Super positive. Sounds like this. Mega Dad's being super positive. Every month, we kick off our episode talking about old movie stars and the things that we're feeling super positive about things that are bringing joy to our lives i'm gonna have antonio start i've been talking too much about old men my favorite topic antonio what's making you happy
2: um will is back Um, other than that, things have been pretty shitty. I was hoping you weren't going to come to me because like in in my head, I'm like, let's see, how's my life been? And it's been shit. So I'm in (laughs) Chicago and the air quality reached like near poison levels and all that, Yeah. so I had my, the air conditioning unit because there's no vents up here for our central air, it, it couldn't be turned on. It would just, there was soot and like smoke clearly visible as you looked outside. So I had to finish work for a couple hours uh, without the air conditioning. I'm like, this is not working. Oh, I'm man. choking to death. So let me just finish up. And then I got heat exhaustion. You're just so up there I've in your been, banana
0: hammock, just sweating it out.
2: I, I, I started to like shake and I'm like, what is happening to me? So like I avoided heat stroke, I think. And that has been the last couple of days. My daughter's sick. The su- Supreme Court's lost. its fucking mine. <laughs> it's just... Uh, It's the 4th of July, which which means the true assholes are out. You you know how I know someone's an asshole? They have an American flag somewhere. (laughs) Somewhere. Anywhere. (laughs) On your fucking car. On your house. You're wearing a shirt that has a big eagle on it. Like it's just like fuck you, man! You <laughs> racist piece of shit. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. I'm sorry. That that was my hot take. I've spent. It.
0: That's uh, right. uh, that's wrong segment, Antonio. Yeah, this ugh, was super positive. positive. Oh, your happy wills back. Oh my God, uh, Will, what's your super positive? God, I hope it's better than that one.
1: Um, I hope so too. Uh, we'll see. So, before <laughs> my oh my my crash, I was living in a very old, outdated, piece of shit rental property. I'm not there anymore. That was part of it, but I'm not going to go into that. I now have access to a fart fan for the first time in God knows how many years. This house I was living in predated the fart fan. And they are a All gift, right, so, a William, joy.
2: What, William, I'm, I'm so sorry um, to interrupt. I'm not familiar with the fart fan. Could you uh, it's ex- like you a explain
1: fan that? in the bathroom for when your shit stinks too bad. And it, like, sucks the air out of the bathroom.
2: Oh, the exhaust for, like, when you're taking a shower and all the heat and and steam is expelled But I think Will's out. primary yeah, use of... that's definitely what people is... use it for, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, I'm oh. thankful for the shower exhaust port.
2: Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's good. Life's small victories. The bidet the fart fan will like do you Easter have a bidet piece. no
1: bidet there's no bidet no.
0: antonio you have one right
2: i i had to uh try it out i was curious i was bidet curious for a long time and i decided to just embrace it fantastic can't recommend it enough mine was like 30 40 bucks not to uh, pivot from
0: it, will's super positive to washing my asshole but man i i i for real want to get one of these things i'm
1: trying to you convince still don't my wife. do have about one? It.
2: Oh, dude you're gonna your life your life. Think about your life.
1: I'll tell you what's keep what's stopping me. Like, if I get one and I love it, which everyone who's ever used one tells me I will. Uh-huh. Like, it's just like, what do I do when I'm not at home anymore? Oh, <laughs> Never shit. Terrible.
2: Yeah, it's <laughs> like, what happens
1: <laughs> it's good, it's good if I you. have to shit at Target or something? Like,
2: like, imagine, like, a very large hummingbird just lightly licking your... You know, yeah. like. Yes, yeah, I know. Like, I don't want lightly. one anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but, but it's like hummingbirds cool. are sharp, Antonio. It's very like just the tongue of it. It's it's really good. So
1: it's going to take an hour. <laughs> I
2: I mean, there's settings. I don't want to get into it. I don't think we should talk about ass cleaning this much this early into the show. But if you like opened like the door, man. man <laughs> uh, the only problem I have with today is the guilt because I'm cheating like on my wife like every time. Like every time I You've go, got that have,
0: sucker cranked up way too hard.
2: I am just loving it. I'm telling you, it's my mm. best friend. It's my lover. It's everything <laughs> the days.
0: So the fart fan, huh? Will, the great- Yeah, yeah,
1: let's go with that. It's great.
0: Fart fan. All right. Yeah. My super positive since Antonio stole mine was gonna be Will's back. Um, oh. And I talked about it a little bit before, but this year I have gone to so many damn movies. I have been to nice. the movie theater over and over and over and over again um my kids are of an age where they can go and not be a complete freaking terror and nuisance they don't bother anybody around them they sit really good or they go to sleep uh which i don't care because like that's the only way i'm going to the movies these days is if i take them with me as long as they shut up and i can enjoy the film i'm happy stick a slushie in their hand they can do whatever they want as long as they're quiet um Indiana Jones. We saw into we saw across the Spider Verse, which was like mind blowing. Uh, we saw the Little Mermaid, which eh, okay. But uh, I just love going to the movies. We're going to Mission Impossible in a couple of weeks. I'm so excited for Mission Impossible because I have the biggest man crush on Tom Cruise, and you wouldn't even believe it. I just I love the summer blockbuster season, and this one seems to be really just churning out movie after movie that I want to see. So very excited do
2: you go standard or do you class it up in like a imax or one of these yeah HD how deeply
1: out- mortgaged yeah. are you adam
0: oh god i'm so broke i'm so <laughs> fucking broke um we don't have an imax but so the theater is like five minutes from my house we live really close to a theater and they oh, have one helpful. of these um it's not imax but it's like halfway the to sheet? imax they the, call it the xdx
2: oh yeah okay yeah, yeah. Um, no that's the same I mean, not the same. It's, but it's not the same, but it's different.
0: like it's like generic. Yeah. It's like the yeah. meal of of IMAX. You know, it's like yeah, these are Cheerios, but they're they're Toastios. You know,
2: um, wish dot com IMAX.
0: Yeah, so I'm 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 spending more than I want to, but I love it so much. You know, I was so worried that when COVID happened, we wouldn't be able to go back to theaters, and I've never been to the theater more in my life than I have this year. So.
2: We were Enjoying going it. all the time before the vid, like the AMC pass thing. We were doing that. We were going three times a week and uh, haven't been back. But since we had the uh, our baby, so yeah. it'll be some time before yeah, I go that, back. Yeah,
1: that that throws a wrench in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really I haven't does. watched
2: anything other than a cartoon in quite a long time.
1: I think I need find a new theater or something because i don't have these magical experiences that adam does no i've been i've been been once this year and had just a wretched experience you gotta go to like the
0: very first showing like the very uh, the second the theater opens you have to get in there this is my experience where i live obviously everyone's gonna have a different experience i find if i go to that early show it's good times good times
2: less farts less farts
0: all right. Now we're going to move on to our Megadags dictionary term. We're spending so much. We're, this is great getting reacquainted with Will, but this episode is already going <laughs> long. I can see where this is going. Every month, our crack team of researchers scours the internet for a new term for us to use throughout the course of the episode to make us more identifiable and cooler with the kids. Uh, this month's term, I have a feeling we're going we're to use this quite a bit. Uh, I'm desperately trying to find my drum roll sound effect, and it gets like this. This month's dictionary term is <laughs> boobs
2: yay, yay!
0: boobs, mm-hmm. but not in the way that you think, because apparently the kids oh. say boobs now as a way of when something is amazing or it's win or it's winning or it's outstanding, <laughs> it's boobs. This thing okay. was. So, this movie was so great. It was boobs, man. I saw Indiana Jones. That
1: eighty-year-old man. He's boobs. Harrison Ford is the tits, yo. Yeah, it's we like used to saying say it's tits. the
2: tits. Yeah, it's yeah. Like it's, we, oh. Back in the day, these kids. Everything comes back around. They're just everything. stealing our stuff. This, Will, what, I'm sick of it.
0: What's old is new again. <laughs> All right, yeah, they, but, they can have it. It's fine. Boobs
2: is the new tits.
0: Uh, Antonio, um, when yes, we sir. when we use boobs. <laughs> you hear that sound what happens when we use our boobs a lot in this episode <laughs> what are we going to get for say, using our boobs even
2: on our podcast we can't say what happens when you use boobs a lot <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that um, my daughter's going to listen to this in like 23 years or some shit like that I can't
1: nah that. she'll have to say sound okay. that sounds like future Antonio's problem
2: whoever uses the word boobs in casual conversation throughout the show the point leader will get their toenails clipped by me that's right i'm flying out all expenses paid on the mega dad's credit card and i'm going to clip your toenails clipped and filed no that's extra
0: <laughs> what if you win
2: i'm a classy girl then, then, um, then I, if, you, if
0: you win we want a youtube short of you clipping your toenails for all the yeah, foot for <laughs> there
2: we go here we go all it. right before High we State.
0: press start on the games that we've been playing i want to make sure and remind everybody that everything we do here at megadads is made possible because of your support so please go to patreon.com mega dads and help us create uh toenail clipping content <laughs> i guess that's that's what we're leaning with all right there's so many games to talk about and too many I have had a halfie for the last couple of weeks because I've been excited to talk about this game with Will. It's on his list. He's going first. Let's talk about (laughs) Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy 16 is an action RPG developed and published by Square Enix, and it's available now on the PS5. I've been playing it. Will's been playing it. Antonio has been drooling over it in the discord. (laughs) Will, take it away. How is Final Fantasy XVI?
1: It's really fucking good. It's Um, really
0: fucking good.
1: I honestly had a little bit of an issue with it, like, to begin with, when things are very start and stop and start and stop. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, uh, a small sequence, a small cinematic sequence every other room, it feels like. Yep. But it, it has gotten a lot better about that. It's smoothed out quite a bit. And it's just letting me have fun with this kick ass uh battle system that they've got going on
0: talk about this battle system because boy uh, this this is the thing that i think is dividing people the most <laughs> is like
1: is this final fantasy so the uh i think i don't remember i don't remember his title he's the guy in charge of the battle system He is a veteran of the Devil May Cry series, Mm. and it shows in the best way possible, honestly. Um, I think my favorite pet name for this game is Devil May Clive. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You've got, you know, the fairly basic sword stuff is easy to do. I'm really coming to grips with trying to mix and match these uh, special icon abilities that you yeah. get kind of as you go on. I'm trying to find the ones that I like, the ones I don't like, because you can only have uh, two per icon. Yeah, you assign them. A,
0: that, so it's basically like the summons are now abilities or spells based on like yeah. Ifrit or Shiva or things like that and you assign those a slot and then you toggle back and forth between them,
1: right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've still only got two, which I'm a little cross about because mm-hmm. I should have three, but they're making two share and that's bullshit. <laughs> Adam, do you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Yep, yeah, I know what that's you're talking about. Bull- that's horse shit. That's yeah. horse shit. They shouldn't be sharing. Can I they ask are a question about that? Yeah, So, course. like,
2: I don't mind... I don't mind double-make cries, combat and combos and all of that. I just found them difficult to use in the moment. This is um,
1: way way easy. This the skill floor if does that okay. make is way lower here.
2: Cuz I, I in action games I never wanted to memorize the xx x, circle circle down x. You know what like that whole thing like ironically we'll talk later about this fighting game I'm into, but the, I was hoping that that wasn't the case. So it's not too difficult. What
0: what I love so much about this game is they give you um, what are they called? Accessories. They give you accessories and if you use the right accessory it will completely simplify whatever you're struggling with. So there's an accessory for combos and it's like Mm -hmm. if you don't want to do the combos, you put this on your character and you just press square and he'll do all the cool shit. And my son was like, oh, that's so cool. I, and I'm like, ah, no, I want to have a little bit more control. But they have one for dodging. So if you're having t- trouble with the timing in this game, you put this dodging accessory on and they have one that'll auto dodge. They'll have one that'll slow things down more so you have more time. And they have these accessories for all these different parts of the combat system so that whatever you're struggling with or whatever you don't want to worry about, you just put that on and it simplifies that aspect, or you can just, you know, not put any of them on and make it more hardcore. I love that. I think that's super smart. Yeah.
1: I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm, they're giving me more and more stuff to play with. Mm-hmm. And like everything is building on top of itself in a really nice way. The music is incredible. Thank you. Because, God. Uh, yeah, oh, Soken is so good. Like all the tracks are good. 90 I would say like 90% of boss fights feel like they could be final boss fights.
2: They look it, so epic.
1: Everything yeah. is just absolutely sick and incredibly just nuts and cinematic and they're amazing.
2: Yeah, and I I only watched the demo and there were like a few what I thought were boss fights and it's just incredible. Yeah. Like how do they do it with the you go from combat to like a cinematic like not even a qte but it's like you're still fighting but then they incorporate what used to be a cutscene back in our day yeah and now it's just like then it goes right back almost seamlessly into combat how are they doing this explain this to me like (laughs) what what trickery is this
0: final fantasy has been moving towards really for the last couple of generations, just be more and more cinematic, more and more intense. And I still think like seven remake was one of the most stylish and well directed action sequences that I've seen in games in a long time. That movie with that game felt like a movie, you know, it was like an anime at times, but you were playing it. Yeah. And this, this game does a lot of that too. Uh, And just everything feels big and grand and epic even down to like little little fights with like uh, commanders in the army that aren't really big guys they have no special powers but they make them seem so mm. epic
1: and intense okay. yeah so like the the tougher quote unquote regular guys who still yeah. get that that uh, stagger bar underneath their health uh-huh so like you can knock them down to half health use a spe- use an ability to slam them down and just rail on them for <laughs> several uninterrupted minutes I, I can
0: see I can see why they decided to make this a one controllable protagonist game because the combat, you just yep. feel like an absolute badass all the time. And while I think 7 Remake did a fantastic job of you being able to switch back and forth between characters, I really am starting to understand why they put such a focus on Clive yep. because as he accumulates more power and more, he's mm-hmm. like just an unstoppable force and i can only imagine what he's going to be at the end of this game oh my god, as right? he's accumulated more and more weapons and icons and things like that so um it's definitely it's it's definitely different he has yes. party characters with him but you never control them and they aren't quite as powerful as him and they don't put as much of focus on them but they're really cool like i love the sid in this game oh my uh, god you know, this is amazing
1: um, this is this is like my favorite sid
0: It's way different, and I think this series has established that it can be anything. It can be a sci-fi space adventure with aliens coming and meteors, and people with powers, and multiverses. Or it can be this, which is like a straight-up medieval adventure with dragons and shit, you know? Uh, And that's cool, and it offers a little bit of something for everybody, and uh, I love it. I think it's great.
1: I'll say this i do prefer that seven remake style of combat though a little bit like they could they could it could they could uh add more stuff to it for sure but i do like um switching between party members in a way i understand why we can't do that here um because clive is absolutely the special one right tm or whatever <laughs> but um, 7 Remake still has a lot more customization to it with Materia it's and It's more
0: things. RPG, yeah. Yeah.
1: Damn. I, I think you could take the 7 Remake and gussy up some of the moves and stuff that you do, and I think that would be the real sweet spot for me.
0: Well, that's Final Fantasy 16. It's outstanding, it's out mm-hmm. now. Um, and I. I'm going out of town this weekend and I'm going to have withdrawals not being able to play it. (laughs) Bring it. All right. I'm going to move on to another game that I have been playing. Switching gears. I've been playing so many damn games lately. Uh, I'm going to go really quick through these two games. I've got a VR game and a horror game. I'm going to start with the Poopy Pants game. This is Layers of Fear. Layers of Fear is an adventure horror title developed and published by Bloober Team and it's available now on PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Now, not too long ago, I played Layers of Fear VR on PSVR. I reviewed it on the channel and it was the scariest game I have ever played in my life. And to the point where I didn't even think I could finish that game for review because I've never played horror in VR. I've always played horror on the TV and when you're playing horror on the TV, you can do those things where you know you keep the lights on or you kind of don't look in the corner while you're you playing peeking through
1: your fingers a little bit. Peeking through
0: your fingers, but in VR like you have no choice. You you have to be in it, right? So I right. wasn't sh- that fucking that game terrified me to no end. Layers of Fear 2023 is an anthology game where it takes the the two mainline layers of fear games and it puts them in a package with like a narrative through line so you start the game as this author who has gone to this lighthouse to sit down and channel her muse and write these books and what you end up writing is the game layers of fear and layers of fear 2. And it's done in a way where it's, it's remastered. So it's like remade and it's, there's some new tweaks, there's some new additions to it, but it's those two games put together with this intermittent author's story, talking about how and why she wrote these stories. So it's kind of a clever way of remastering those games and putting them in a collection. Um, Couple of things. First, nowhere near as scary because i'm not forced to be in the game as i am in vr um it's still scary but there is something about in vr when you're playing this game it plays so much on your perception so this this franchise is all about psychological horror it's not about killing monsters and survival horror it's about shit shadows in the corner and things that might be around the the bend that you may or may not be there. Noises, uh, something's over your shoulder, maybe, but you turn around and it's not there and then you turn around again and it is. So this game really plays on perception. One of the things that it likes to do is um, change your environment as you go. So you're, you're in a house, you go through a door, there's like a, a dead end. You turn around, you go back through the door. And all of a sudden you're in a completely different room so like the house is Love shifting it. as you go oh so that know, thing,
1: that thing pt did it's
0: it's it's a lot of inspiration from pt a lot of inspiration from pt the room um, did that as well saw, what's that
2: the room the i forget the the main line uh oh silent, silent hill four hill yeah the, okay yeah,
0: the, so it's yeah and it's it's all first perspective first person perspective uh and that in vr is just way more effective there's one scene to spoil to spoil something minorly. one oh, spoil away, I'm not to scare in this game. I can't do this. Type there's of there's a point in this game where you go into an elevator, and it's one of those old timey elevators where it's got the you pull the metal shutters, but it's like a wireframe metal shutter. You know, you can see through it, oh and God. you're going down oh this God. elevator, and you can see floor by floor as you go. And there's of course there's shit little scary girls walking at you and stuff but then the elevator stops and you can't get out and the only way to get out is to go through the panel in in the roof right so you look up and there's nothing there and you pull the panel down and then you pull something to get on to step up on and then you look up again and And there's this fucking, you know, ring grudge looking thing with long black Mm -hmm. hair sticking its head through the panel. And that kind of thing in VR will legit make you shit your pants and your blood go cold.
2: You look up and Mabel's right there like...
0: (laughs) 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 Seeing that on a TV screen is still scary, but it isn't 3D and coming at you. And you didn't actively look up and go through that motion. You know what I mean? Like my thumbstick made me look up whereas in vr i had to slowly look up knowing that's where i had to go and the experience of doing that uh physically is just so much more intense than it is on the screen
2: vr and horror games man they go together like chocolate and asshole
0: that game made me realize i don't think i could ever play another vr horror game again because i just i was wrecked i was wrecked so i am playing through this game a lot faster and more easily than that vr experience it's a lot less intense um i like it a lot it's very abstract if you are a person that likes silent hill you'll probably like this uh it's it's more about what a person's mind and experience does to wreck them it's more about turning slowly insane and having the sins of your past come and manifest at you it's not Resident Evil. There's no zombies or mutants or things like that. You don't get any machine guns. It's a pure psychological horror trip. Uh, I enjoy it quite a bit, but I do feel like it's just a step back because
1: it doesn't have that VR. But at the same time, it, it's it's more playable because it's not. It's more not. playable. <laughs> the VR. Yeah. Like,
2: you're, the only thing stopping you from progressing is you and your own intelligence or whatever it is to solve puzzles, and then you know your fear of moving forward. Yeah. But but are, can you die as well? Are there any fail states? Because I know some of these like there is something there, and if you mess up, the thing catches you. you know, yep. There's no combat, but is that a thing in this game?
0: There, that is a thing in this game. Okay. Um, but like all great games, and we were just talking about it with Final Fantasy, there are toggles and switches so you can put in a no-fail state uh if you really want to uh if you die in the game it just kind of penalizes you and sends you back to a previous checkpoint you don't actually die because there's nothing in this game is real it's all in your head um but it's you know i just i love how games respect the player these days you know, I love that a person who's not good at combat can play Final Fantasy 16 and have a great experience. I love a person that wants to play on easy mode where you can't die, can play Layers of Fear and just experience the story. I think that's, the, that's one of the best things that gaming has done this last generation is just put all these options towards the player that you can do this how you want to and still have a great time.
2: Would you say this game is boobs?
0: This game is boobs. Is um,
2: it, do you give it one boob or two boobs?
0: Oh, this game gets a full two boobs. Okay. I, I haven't finished it yet, so I don't know what cup size it is, but <laughs> it's, it's it's definitely boobs, definitely boobs. All right, real quick, one more I'm... game here. Unless anybody has anything else we they wanted, want to add, wait,
1: Will wanted to. Motivate. I was gonna, I was gonna say, can Final Fantasy 16 be like three boobs, like Total Recall, like Total oh. Recall,
2: three Ooh. boob lady? That'd be so fun. Which one? To, which one? To play which the, one's game, the best the,
1: boob? That'd um, be middle, you know, right? Everybody's got their preferences, you know. Yeah. The
2: king, the the bigger, biggest one, right? The king boob. Or you like the, you like the one that's weird.
1: The best. We don't part want an is one. Is that each one, you know, has its own, you know, artistic differences. So you get to choose which boob is your favorite. Just I like just, just, I pictured
2: just... will in a smoke jacket and like us like with brandies like with cigars just discussing fine art but it's just all titties and we're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like this one speaks to me on a deeper level
1: <laughs> sorry Keep now these okay
0: okay show you your you're back, will. Glad you're back. <laughs> your back what you
2: oh my god I can talk about you
0: Pixel Ripped 1978 is a VR action adventure developed by Arvore Immersive Experiences, published by Atari, and it's available on the PSVR2 and oh, PC VR. All not right,
1: published by Atari—that's not real anymore. Published by Atari. And boy, do they it's tell published, you! Published by the homunculus that is currently wearing Atari skin. <laughs> I, uh, who's
0: the Who's the dude? Who's the dude that ran Atari back? Nolan Bushnell? Is it I don't Nolan know,
1: Grandpa? I don't know Atari
2: <laughs>
0: shit. If you don't know Atari shit, you might not enjoy this game. Pixel Ripped 1978. So this is the third entry in the Pixel Ripped series. the 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 premise of this franchise. Is you are playing as a video game character named Dot, who travels through time and across video game generations, battling her nemesis, the Cyblin Lord, who's like this goblin guy. And you do
1: this. Oh, by... like a goblin, but he's in a computer, so he's a Cyblin. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Yeah, I got
0: it. Uh, and you do this by finding special gamers and. Uh, creating a bridge between the video game world and the real world. The, the cool part about this game, it's broken up into, into three different playable sections. One, you are the character within the video game, think Tron or Wreck-It Ralph, where you are in a digital world and you're kind of playing the game behind the scenes. Uh, so like, if you think of like a Super Nintendo game, imagine... You know what you know what Super Mario Brothers looks like on the screen, but imagine if you were in Super Mario Brothers behind the curtain. What it would oh, look right. like in real life? Still eight bit, still blocky, but like in a three D space, and you can you can kind of see behind the curtain there. Think Think Wreck It Ralph is probably the best um, reference so point.
1: So like uh, that Paper Mario on Wii, where you could change the perspective.
0: Kinda, yeah. It, you're okay. you're just in you're in the game but you see it from the perspective of a character in the game, not as a player. The second section of this game is playing it as the player. You are in VR, you are controlling the player who is playing the video game within the video game. So I'm holding with my VR controllers, I'm holding a joystick or a gamepad, looking at a TV where the game is playing. That makes sense.
2: Yeah.
1: Is this the thing where like you're playing, but like you're not supposed to be, and like every once in a while, like your mom will stick her head in. Yes. Yes. Okay. 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 So,
0: so in this particular game, you're playing Atari games. Atari games are notoriously not that great. Think Pitfall, E.T., Pong, right? So. You're like, why would I want to play a game where I'm playing those games? What Pixel RIP does that's so cool is it introduces elemental distractions, like en- environmental distractions and obstacles while you're playing the game. So, for example, there's one part in this game where you are playing uh, um, a version of Centipede that is not retail ready, and you're trying to decode it and debug it. So you're playing Centipede, and as you're playing the game... it'll prompt you to swat the side of the TV with your free hand, and then the centipede will pop out of the TV into the real space around it. So you're playing the game on the joystick, looking at the TV, but you're also having to swat these centipedes that are floating around you in virtual space.
2: When you're looking at these TVs and you're playing it in the third whatever person, I don't know how to describe it. It's first person. Yeah, it's first person. So when you're looking at the screen, how far are you? Because I've had mixed things in VR where I'm looking at something in front of me, you know, that like is it sharp or like how does that work you have no problem seeing it's a well
0: i mean it's close enough but it's a crtv so it's fuzzy and it's got the scan lines and everything
2: (laughs) i don't know man and i don't know crtv through it's so
0: weird so i was playing this the, the game takes place across the 80s and the 70s and you progressively go backwards in time before you until you get to 1978 there's one sequence where you're playing on this big tube tv and The screen is a CRT, it's a CRT tube. And you remember how those TVs used to round at the end, like the glass would round? They simulate that perfectly. And I spent so much time in VR space just looking and watching and tilting my head and watching that screen, the glass warp the screen behind it because it's like it's right fucking there. And I felt like I was sitting in my living room back in... You know, 1982 when I had an Atari. And it just, it's so cool. It's so trippy. But the third segment, I'm spending too much time talking about this game. The third segment is when the game that you are playing fully comes out of the TV into the environment that you're playing it in. There's one battle in this game against the Cyblin Lord where you're playing Breakout. I don't know if you guys remember Breakout, where I you have the Breakout. little paddle and you move the bar across the screen and the, the ball bounces up and it shoots and it knocks out the little bricks at the top of the screen. Yeah. You're doing Breakout, but it's in full 3D outside of the TV coming at you in VR. So the block and the paddle is right up close to you. The bad guy is off in the wow. distance in perspective and you're bouncing the ball towards him. And it's like, it's Breakout. It's one of the most okay. simple games ever. But in VR... In full 3D, and as you're doing it, you have to grab things on your desk and throw them at the boss in the distance to knock his shields down. So you're playing with the paddle, like the old game, but you're also then throwing things at him in real life. Hmm. So they add all of these real-life elements to enhance these classic game experiences, and it's so cool and clever. Uh, I really enjoy this series. The last one was 1995 and it was all about like the Super Nintendo and Genesis era. The previous one was all about Game Boy. Uh, I really like it. It's just super clever, super quick, like five hour playthrough time. If you have VR uh, and if you have a love of nostalgia and gaming, you're probably really going to dig this.
1: How close do you think you could get to this experience with a trip to... Like an old vintage used game store, and a stop by, say, an LSD dealer.
2: <laughs> you were alive in 1978?
0: I was not. I was born oh. in 1980. Okay. Um, so I did have an Atari. I do remember a lot of these games, and uh, yeah, it's it's a trip. It's a good time.
2: Nostalgia is a hell of a drug, Adam. It
0: good really job. is. So is LSD, apparently. Oh, yeah. Diablo 4 is an action hack-and-slash RPG developed and published by Blizzard. It's available for PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. You played the beta of this on the last episode you were on, Antonio. Tell us your final verdict for Diablo 4.
2: Diablo 4 is definitely two boobs, like at least a C-cup. And I was expecting... Like, I wasn't expecting to be Addicted by this game I have tried uh, Diablo 2 Diablo Resurrected 3 and I just I didn't I, I was not pulled in but The gameplay loop of just making you Feel really powerful Against hordes of Enemies and just destroying everything As bombastically As possible That really got me this time and again i wasn't what was the difference i'm trying to figure that out every time i play um there's the little carrot on the stick of okay if you play more there's a random chance either via you know one of eight different methods from just killing things to finding a chest to earning this and buying that that you you can get a roll, you can get an item that is more rare and that these items will actually dramatically change your power level so it feels different the game feels different every once in a while and later on in the game when you min max or basically optimize and you mix one item with another then all of a sudden the enemies you poison will now also spread that poison or will now also explode or will now you know this mixes with this and reacts with that and now all of a sudden i have the powers of a bear that will like instantly kill 20 enemies in front of me and you just have have the powers of a
0: bear or you have an actual bear
2: there's a druid class which is what i am i finally gotten to the first cap so level 50 um and you turn into a bear in an instant with something called wear bear skills you just hit the button (laughs) and you will maul the enemies in front of you and you, you switch from a human-looking character to a bear in like a split second. You like warp. And then you do the move and then you warp back, sometimes after a few seconds. And and it's crazy. You can turn into a bear or a werewolf or summon lightning. It's it The skills themselves of what you're doing to kill these hordes of enemies is extremely interesting. Again, you can summon two rocks out of the ground that smack together like two big hands would smack a fly and just crush like together and and you can summon a boulder or you know a blizzard storm and stuff like that and it looks good and there's just a power fantasy going on of you are so powerful and you're defeating hundreds of enemies a second and it's just it's wild and every once in a while there's a bigger enemy that's more of a challenge and you have to think more uh get out of the way of telegraphed attacks i'm not sure what it is what really got its hooks in me it's just you turn your brain off for the most part and you just yeah. grind through enemies earn the next thing earn a cosmetic that makes you look cool and it's it's just got me again i went this is one of the three games i'm playing right now that just i can't stop thinking about when i'm not playing i want really? to learn more and and i wasn't like that with any hack and slash like dungeon crawler i'm like so why are we doing this is as someone who's easy? never played
0: diablo before is essentially the the elevator pitch this is gauntlet for, yes
2: for today gauntlet very yeah. advanced a lot faster uh the graphics obviously are night and day but yeah it's a very bombastic experience lots Much of things exploding gold oh gold. yeah there's guts <laughs> and blood and like demons and all sorts of shit like you are you are in it the storyline's actually pretty good it's it, every chance they get they're trying to say if you were a human being in a world like this and this like crazy shit was going on what would your life be like so there's simple farmers who no, are it would be great. over because i would be dead <laughs> yeah you would be dead. like what's the life expectancy of this place when if you Two i walk seconds. 10 feet there's like some some demon that's gonna rip my guts out it's it's a sad existence but you see people suffering you see people compromise their morals and you know, why are we doing this? They get a lot more deeper with the story every once in a while. The environments are surprisingly varied. Like, it's not just a dungeon. It's not just a canyon. It's like, it, every once in a while, it's like, whoa, this place that I'm fighting in looks cool. This enemy that I'm fighting, all of a sudden, they look like giant bugs instead of like warthogs or, you know, zombies instead of whatever. And and it looks cool. Not not as much variety as I'd like, because then you're fighting thousands of these every you know, uh, semi-open world segment, but uh, it has a lot going for it. It's a lot of re- replayability because every class plays very differently. You know, you're just a long-range magic user. You're somebody who gets up up close and personal and hits things with an axe instead of, like, doing magic. Um, but they all have a combination, and it's just, it's good. I would recommend it for families if it wasn't for the Dark Tone because it's very simple, and... Um, you know you just kind of have to keep spamming the buttons essentially if it wasn't Um, for
1: the demonic overtones and the graphic violence and the bleak existence perfect game for families
2: yeah well (laughs) minecraft uh, legends was like so it's like all
0: it's multiplayer all on the same screen I assume
2: yes so if you're well no if so i play online i don't know if there's local co-op at all i think they got Probably rid of it not. if you play online ah. and you're in a group you will get pulled eventually with your group but you can So if stray. you don't live with
0: your family then it's good Keep for going
2: i'm sorry you just stopped <laughs> i didn't understand yes yes well yeah, perfect for your
0: family you just can live with them because it's got it's it's online the, only
1: they have to be old enough to have moved out got it to yeah. even play the game in the first
2: don't, maybe you're don't, a strained wife Yeah, so I I did hear, I have a friend of ours who told me a story about like the mom was playing like all the time, like throughout her life, you know, just playing. Then they had a kid and then she's like here playing it with their very young son and like sending them down and letting them play with it. So that's going to be your choice uh, to be a bad parent or not. Um, (laughs) But like the the fans of the series seems seem to have liked it uh, quite a bit. It's an evolution not a you know in a small way um
1: on different aspects
2: not not like yeah i would say it it's not a reinvention not a huge revolution i should say but i really like it and it's either for you or not so if it goes on sale eventually or whatever go ahead and try it but i i really want to recommend it to anyone who's a fan of the genre you're gonna like it
0: that's diablo 4 you have one more game you want to talk about and another one that you played the beta of just recently yeah let's hear about street fighter 6 street fighter 6 is a fighting game developed published by capcom and it's available now on pc xbox and playstation tell me about this world mode this (sighs) weird ass world mode that's what i want give me that sweet candy
2: street fighter 6 are two perky tits all up in your face i am sorry they are boobs so this is this game is all boob i want to share this with will all boob. Play it. will mm-hmm. talk about this game please talk will about you playing it this <laughs> yeah of no course i have he is. fighter six
0: yeah I didn't you guys playing together you beat the theory? crap out of each other
2: oh, we have not like not he's scared like will will not go toe to toe with me he keeps avoiding me on the streets. I see him. And I say, hey, let's do this. He just walks on by. He's like, oh, I got to go, you know, feed my cat and <laughs> just will not go toe to toe with me. But I want to hear Will's impression because we haven't gotten a big chance to talk about it.
1: All right. So Cheers. World Tour ended up pulling me in a lot more than I thought it would because I'm usually not much for these create a character things in like fighting games. It usually ends up feeling kind of weird for me. But this one really pulled me in. It's it's fairly simple. You have a couple of big areas that you can really run around in and, and you and you can fist fight 90% of the people on the street. Yes. From <laughs> old ladies to street vendors.
2: That's what Adam wanted. He yeah. said he wanted the old lady fight. You, punch you can punch an old be, lady?
1: Yeah, you can like blindside an old lady if you want. If it's a character you can fight you can either walk up to them and like challenge them formally or you could just do like <laughs> straight up sucker punch an old bitch you could straight up sucker punch an old bitch yeah yes game of the year <laughs> and then it knocks off a chunk of their health respectively and stuff like that My god that's amazing it's really good um
0: <laughs> are there children
1: <laughs> no well Dang. not that you can fight ah uh, not that you can fight maybe dlc maybe maybe we'll see (laughs) (laughs) Um, gradually you unlock the you create a character and then you kind of unlock different fighting styles to lay over it Um, so you can kind of pick who your core moveset is for and then you've got special moves from everybody as you go and you can mix and match those you're not restricted there so if I want to use Chun-Li's like basic stuff but i can i want to do a hadouken or something i can do that cool it takes a long time to get all the different fighters open and all the different skill sets open which i guess i get but i do wish it was a little faster Mm. um or if maybe you had a choice at the beginning so if you knew who you wanted going in you could do that but that's not how it works um It World Tour mode is the mode that sold me on the modern control scheme,
2: Mm. Uh,
1: because Street Fighter Six has two control schemes. It's got classic and modern. Classic is, you know, quarter circle punch, and then you do the move. Modern is, a button is dedicated to specials, and Mm. then you can do like it's like smash, like right, and the special button is one thing, left special another thing. So it does limit you a little bit but in a mode where you're constantly getting new special moves all the time and you can mix and match drop in, drop out, stuff like that it's just so much easier to keep track of it that way instead of having to also remember the inputs for all of this shit Mm. and yeah, (laughs) because I I learned fairly quickly that was not how this was going to work for me (laughs) not for all this mixing and matching um I still don't know that it's like my preferred way to play, but it did get me to use the modern control scheme, and really develop an appreciation for it. Um.
2: Sorry. Uh, How deep are you into World Tour? I finished it. (gasps) Oh! Whoa! (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that is very
0: impressive. Um. I like how he just kind of casually shook that off. He's like,
2: "Yeah, no, no, that takes a long time." (laughs) That takes a long time. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's
1: literally it the is, entire yeah. world. Well, so well, two I'm, areas you can run around in. Everywhere else is just like a screen.
2: Oh, that sucks. You see, they didn't sell it that way initially. They weren't clear on that. So you have the city, metro city you run around in, as well as what? Was it China? Uh, or? No,
1: it's this, the fictional Neishal or something. Oh, okay. okay. Which is okay. an age. Uh, I don't know where it's supposed to be. I think it's supposed think to be in Asia it's somewhere. Or
2: something. No, anyway. it's supposed
1: to be in Asia somewhere. But either way, whatever. You can run around there, and you can run around in Metro City, and you get a big open area to kind of explore. Hmm. But then, all these other places are really just uh, stops with different Street Fighter characters in them to wow. meet them and get their skill sets. and You can buy some special items at each one. So... Most of the list of destinations are just one screen areas and that, that that's a little disappointing, but I do <laughs> I do understand not giving big areas to all of these different places. Yeah because um, I found Metro city and Nyshal to be large enough, you know oh okay. yeah, they're perfectly fine. Um, you can't go absolutely everywhere all at once you do have to progress a little bit through the story to get some of this stuff or uh, to either get into certain areas or to even access it just at night. Mm. And then you can switch it whenever you want. And at night, uh, it's filled with a lot more aggressive enemies who wear cardboard boxes on their heads.
2: Nice.
1: For reasons.
2: (laughs) I don't know why, but like when I played the demo, I loved that when you fought somebody, they had like a level and like, oh, this is a level five grandma, this is a level 10 yeah, uh, that mime. Happens, yeah. and, and I don't know, I just like that the characters are like RPG-ish, like harder or not as hard. And then you fight like two at once and all that stuff. Like I just yes, love there it. Yes, at the same time. Yeah. Oh my God, Everybody's Adam. Dream.
0: Everybody's we dream is two grandmas at once. Please
2: make that the title. Of this, <laughs> <It's> two, grandmas <laughs> two grandmas at the same, at the same time. time. Okay, so Taxi Cab Confession time for Hypecaster here. I didn't play the World Tour mode once I got the full copy. I went straight to the online stuff. I've been researching my character. I'm Chung Lee, and I've been learning basic moves, how to counter. I learned frame data. I've, I've just been playing ranked. And the great thing about this is the more I wanted to learn, the more it was rewarding me. And I was climbing the online ranks. I've hit kind of a wall right now because I need to like practice. And I'm not a fighting game person. I haven't played many. I haven't gotten this deep
1: ever. Sir, you just said frame data. You're a fighting game person. It's gotten me
2: in. I'm I am changed now. I am okay. post vampire bloodletting bite. I am now walking in the night as a creature <laughs> preying on the normies. This is so fun. And the great thing that I. I've been doing all sorts of content around Mega Dads trying to convince people that it's really not that difficult to dip your toe in and that you should give it a try. And I still do play the demo, try to get in there. The thing that is great about the online mode is if you want to get competitive, the ranking system does an excellent job at giving you an opponent that's around your same level. So as I was climbing up, I always felt like I had like about a 50-50 chance. I almost beat them, they almost beat me and I feel like it's very fair and that was the like big deterrent for all these fighting games for me because I would go in, go in online go to rank mode and like everybody just destroyed me because it really wasn't a good ranked. um, Well here's the thing, you're also
1: in from day one True. You're not walking into an established hierarchy that has filtered people down in a way that doesn't happen for a while.
2: It's really Um, good I've enjoyed myself quite a bit. I've played all the, um, like as soon as I got the taste of what it was to like defeat a real person, um, (laughs) it was like great. So you take your avatar that Will was mentioning that you make, And you run around the little online lobby and you see everyone else's monstrosities of their characters. (laughs) And you could do, like, the Hadouken and flips and kicks, like, in the online hub. So it it looks like a VR space with all these, like, incels everywhere. It's insane. Like, it's just madness, right? Mm -hmm. And they have all these characters you can actually fight between your custom-made character and someone else's and rank those up. But they have these little arcade cabinets, and you sit at one, and you wait for someone to come by and sit at that arcade cabinet... And then you fight, and That's then if funny. whoever loses yeah. has to leave, and you have your little avatar there, like saying yeah, yeah, and I did it. And then you just keep playing. It's it's great. The music, I, I guess... the characters, the moves, everything's satisfying. The, I, I give it titties.
1: Yeah, the visuals are fantastic. Everything is bright and colorful. It's what I want. Uh, I'd like to take a moment to talk about this character creator. Do it. You can do massively bonkers shit with it. Yep. It is so easy to just make a monstrosity and some of it it'll even like reward you for so if you give your dude like like longer arms or legs they're gonna have a lot more reach mm-hmm. oh, and weird. yeah so <laughs> if you if if you were to say play a lot of world tour mode which is focused around that avatar and you built someone i don't know let's say fairly reasonable physically like someone that you would look at and say that is a human being and then you go into the battle hub and it's like you've walked into a room of nightmare monsters <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like huh i re i guess i didn't understand the assignment from the character creator <laughs> cuz My- everyone here is an abomination <laughs>
2: So I turned on, my my daughter walked in and I was playing and she's three and she's like, Dada, I play with you. And she's like, you know, she's only played Mario Kart with assist mode, which is basically holding the controller. I have video of her playing the game with the, the... uh, modern controls i was trying to turn on the uh there's an even simpler dynamic control scheme which you is can't literally use that just in every mode though yeah so for... i i couldn't turn it on so i was like whatever here let me just give it to her she's doing moves she's like hitting the buttons and like beating like zangief like on like computer level 1 which is you know super basic but she's like throwing off moves and she's like eh hey, just like <laughs> i was so proud of her like she's boo boop boop boo, like whooping people She's like, oh, I won. I did it. I was like, this is such a heartwarming moment. But uh they do have a dynamic, super, 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 super simple control scheme that you can dip into for someone who just wants to mess around. And it's just like, it's a it's a great game. I'm so glad I, I got it. I'm so glad that I spent the money on the on the copy and that I got in early, and that I'm glad that there's so much game there where it's not just gonna be me going in, getting frustrated and bouncing. If I ever want to, yeah. and I'm sure I will, go to the world tour mode. You know, I it's so good. It's as great a tutorials and onboarding experience. It's just so good. I love it.
1: It's the most accessible fighting game that I think I've I've messed with. That modern control scheme opens a lot of doors. Uh, my kid is 12, and he likes the idea of playing Street Fighter. He liked the idea of playing Street Fighter Five. He really genuinely enjoys playing Street Fighter 6 because this modern mode opens it up to him a little bit because he's familiar with Smash Brothers and stuff like that. He's, you know, he's still not great because he's 12, but he's getting somewhere, and it's letting him kind of build some of those fundamentals. It's really remarkable what they've done here. I
0: say it's, it's funny. That's the third game that we've discussed this episode where they have let the player decide how they want to play with the game and it opens it up and makes it just that much more approachable. I think that's uh, I think that's awesome. I think that's super cool that the industry is moving in that direction where you can make, you can play this game and have it be super punishing and, you know, skill level through the roof or, and that to your little, how old's your daughter,
2: Antonio? Three. She's three.
1: She's an and a And to your three-year-old and watch her
0: whoop ass on Zangief. Yeah it's so great
1: i will say there is nothing as terrifying as somebody who is playing zangief on the modern control scheme
2: oh my god there's
1: zangief does massive damage but like his inputs are like you have to like twirl the stick like two times in a complete circle before you do this button now it's just a button (laughs) and half your health bar is deleted so it it does change, you know. There is a little bit of a bump somewhere, kind of in the middle, where you really have to think about it. It does change how you approach some fights, but yeah, it, modern it, zangiefs are scary.
2: It's so satisfying to watch. Like, I, I, my brother had a bunch of people together, like, all old systems, new systems, just had, like, a big LAN party thing, whatever, and I brought it, and it was, like, two days after it released, and everybody was just huddled around watching the game play out, you know, people passing the controller, and it was just an amazing experience just seeing how into it people were. Like, oh, that character looks amazing. Like, when you see Zangief, like, my wife would walk in, and she sees his, like, uh, Animation when he wins, and it's just like joy-inducing. He's like, it's all absurd. He's like muscles upon muscles, and like steam coming out of his like nose or whatever. And it's just everything is yeah. so bright and and exciting and and looks great. And it's just such stylish game. It's the persona of fighting games, IMO. What there the fuck does that mean? That means it's very stylish. The music, the 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 moves everything that's happening is incredibly entertaining to watch from a visual perspective even if you don't have your hands on the controller bam
0: bam (laughs) ringing endorsement it's street fighter six is the persona five of fighting games that's it's all about the the box put it on the box (laughs) everybody seemed to come together at the same time anyway even though e3 didn't happen funny that uh and everybody had a showcase nintendo had a showcase which was surprising i think that was the most surprising is that they had one i didn't think they were going to have one and just bloop, we're gonna do it they did it playstation had a showcase xbox had a showcase annapurna just had a showcase ubisoft had a showcase uh capcom had one and it was fucking terrible
1: (laughs) yeah capcom doesn't like they, have they don't show stuff well. in the other ones
0: yeah they don't showcase well let's go let's go around the horn here and talk about what our picks were i want to talk about nintendo first so the nintendo direct happened and it was my kind of jam i am a mario super fan this thing had mario galore super mario wonder uh super mario rpg remake are you freaking kidding me uh Luigi's Mansion 2 is being released for the Switch, which I've never played that cuz I never had a 3DS. Detective Pikachu 2. Um I am not a Pokémon guy, but I like that movie, so I'll play that game. <laughs> oh, they, uh, <laughs> uh WarioWare? I've never played yeah. a WarioWare. But my kids were laughing their ass off during that trailer, and that looks like a good family game because it looks like it's got two-player uh, competitive oh, yeah. in there. It's going to, yeah. And Pikmin 4, which apparently has a demo right now. I got I to gotta download that before I take off on my trip here today because <laughs> uh, I will be playing that. I loved the look of Pikmin 4. Um, I, I liked Pikmin 3. I think the thing that... Pikmin 3 did that I didn't like so much is they kind of got rid of the charming collectible uh, aspect that Pikmin 2 had, where you would pick up like a Duracell AA battery, and it would be like a fuel cell container. Um, and that's that's back in full force with Pikmin 4. You're picking up real-life objects as you're running around these environments. It's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, right? You're in the backyard. You're in somebody's living room now. Um, that looks awesome. I was I was blown away by Pikmin Four, and then they come out and say it's coming out. Uh, when the on hell right? is this thing coming out? Like so, a week or two? Wait, like it's it's really soon. I am so happy to see the return of Pikmin. Um, Will, what did you like out of this Nintendo Direct? What was your favorite?
1: My favorite. Uh, I mean, my favorite is probably Super Mario Wonder. Yeah, just because. Um, Man, I cannot express enough how much I hated New Super Mario Bros. as a series. Hated? That's hated. the strong word. It was an A student turning in C work.
2: <laughs> is what it
1: was. And I should know. Um,
2: <laughs>
1: it, was, it was sterile. It was sterile yeah. and devoid of a lot of personality. Like, the first one was fine. I was like, okay, a new 2D Mario. And then they just never really iterated from that. Yeah, yeah. Um... This one is doing a lot of new and expressive things, and um, it's so and weird. I like that the levels get fucked up. It's so weird. I like that the levels get fucked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think there's probably going to be a lot of fun to have there.
0: Yeah, I think the I think the thing that was so great about uh, Mario Odyssey was just how weird it was, right? It was just like this yeah. is. You can tell somebody else got their hands on Mario because they're just going weird with it and this yeah. is getting even weirder. And mm-hmm. I don't think there's enough people talking about the fact that Mario turns into a goddamn elephant. It's not an elephant suit, it does?
1: No. It's not no, a it's, suit. It's, yeah.
0: He's just a fucking elephant.
1: I believe I described it as a as an elephant in a Mario suit at that point. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <It's, laughs> oh, it's, that's it's, genius. I it's, I think oof.
0: this looks outstanding. I love the visual style. It's kind of mm-hmm. it's kind of like almost or claymation-y almost where it's like I, the coloring, the coloring on the, on the characters and the, that like super exaggerated uh, expressions and the little, little pinch and pull. I just, I, oh, I'm so, I'm so excited for Mario wonder Antonio. You notoriously published a YouTube video saying that you were, while you thought it looked good you, you thought it was a little bit underwhelming and not like a like a, a instant play, which I think that video is one of the most uh, engaged videos we have on the channel because everybody <laughs> is lighting you up in the comment section on that video saying that you're on crack. Can you it's can like, you defend yeah. yourself a little bit?
2: I mean, I don't need to like the <laughs>
1: apparently you do.
2: So the the whole thing is, it's incredible how fandom works. Like, um, like, you're. I said, you know, this looks great up close, but I really would like to see co-op. It's a minute video that I made. It's a
0: short. Yeah. It, uh, that's and, the best that's part. It's I, a short. You were like, right. You were like ninety like percent positive, and you're, yeah. then you were just kind of
2: exactly. like, eh, it's. Eh, eh, we'll see. Yeah. So it didn't look like there are games that are must plays. I'm sorry, but when we talked about a lot of them like games that are, this is so amazing and let's be real i'm excited for wonder it's very interesting and i don't think that it's gonna be you know groundbreaking i'm sorry i think what you're
0: looking for is the next gen mario if it was if
2: it was odyssey 2 right and that's what they announced and it looked like crazy and it had like all this new stuff i'd be like damn that looks great that's a must play I loved Odyssey can't wait for more I've been waiting for more it had time to breathe let me you know let, beginning of the switch end of the switch yeah and let me let me then ask I would this. have said let's go but come on guys you guys are happy with this I mean I'm not saying I'm ecstatic bad, with like,
0: it I I am this is like one of my if not my most they gave you
2: uh, they gave you a uh elephant Mario Mario elephant and you're like jizzing all over the screen and I'm just like okay it looks good, but it doesn't look jizz
1: This is iterative. This is well, 2D you know, Mario, but with noticeable differences from how other Mario
2: games have been. It's literally the first time we've seen anything about it. I, I know, and my excitement level as at what we've seen so far is not for the road.
0: Do you play uh, multiplayer Mario with anybody in your house?
2: No, I don't have anyone to play with.
0: See, okay, let me. And
2: and I think it's going to be co op, which I'm going to enjoy a lot. Let me. I hope it's online co op.
0: Let me tell you what's got me so jacked about this game. Over the last couple of months, the new thing in our house is we are playing four player cooperative games every night before the kids go to bed. We started it with Sackboy's Big Adventure. We're currently playing Mario 3D World, and we're going to move on to Turtles. I played Kirby, too. And yeah, and we did Kirby. Um, I am a firm believer that experience around games is everything. Everything. How you play a game, who you play a game with, and what's going on in life at that moment as you're playing a game becomes what that game means to you. I played Sackboy, A Big Adventure, a little bit by myself. It was fine. Playing that game with my whole family on the screen at once was a fucking hoot. We are having so much fun playing 3D World right now. A game that I love, but the experience of playing it now with my entire family, totally different. I'm now looking through the Switch back catalog for four-player games because I'm having such an experience right now playing with my family. And when this trailer dropped and showed the four-player, it was immediately just like I knew... My experience with this game was gonna be fantastic because I know exactly how I'm gonna play it. Um, my wife does not play games, but playing this, playing these games with our kids, totally different. I would highly recommend if you have these games, your daughter is young enough where she could play a Mario 3D world. Cause you know, it's super easy. If they fall behind, they bubble, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's like neutered for kids basically, right? So even if they suck at games, they can still be a part of it. I would recommend trying it. I think you might. I think you might be surprised.
2: I want to know what the star or what the crown means over the person. Is that the first player who will pull the others? Do we know?
1: If we don't know for sure, if I had to guess, uh, 3D World does this thing where at the end of every stage, uh, it tells you everybody's individual score, and whoever has the highest gets to wear a crown
2: oh but it's like
1: it's like a tangible crown in 3d world that if you get hit the crown falls off and then somebody else can swipe it and it's worth extra points at the end
2: yeah this Uh, one was didn't seem like it was physical but like a no yeah
1: it wasn't um
2: as long as it has co-op i'm gonna like it like way more online co-op even more like because i want to play with other you know like uh people like adults or whatever like friends of mine around the the world or whatever so that that would be nice but nintendo's kind of sometimes doesn't like online uh (laughs) playing and screaming certain things yeah so i'm just i just didn't see it as a must play but it's my most anticipated from what we saw at that direct i just didn't think it was when they show more i my hype level could go up but i'm not going to just give it to them for the for what we saw
0: yeah I think know? I think I can look behind the curtain and through the trailer a little bit I, I I personally think it was a fantastic trailer and I'm excited on the surface level but I also know that what I'm going to br- what I bring to this game is as important as what is the game is gonna bring to me because I'm looking for that experience
1: uh, okay so let, what was what was your favorite Adam?
0: my favorite my favorite was wonder um as well <laughs> I thought that looked fantastic. I couldn't believe Mario RPG remake. Right? Uh, That's crazy, yeah. blew my friggin' mind, um, because I didn't even know that that was a possibility. I didn't hear any rumors. I had no idea that that was something that was working on behind the scenes, and so when that happened, I just, like... My son, you know, he didn't care, because it's clearly a remake of an older... It still looks like older template, you know? It's pretty and stuff, but for me, who's played through that game... I never thought I'd play that game again. I was, yeah, super excited
1: for that. I uh, so that game Mario RPG has an optional secret boss um, against some original character that is very clearly inspired by a Final Fantasy villain.
2: <gasps> uh, because
1: because Square made that game. Square made uh, the original.
2: Damn, you sold me. That's like super okay. hidden,
1: right? Uh, isn't it like super? I, I, I never remember, found that. Okay, I don't remember how hard it is to find him. I haven't played that game in a while. Um, but it has one. It's But it's like an original character. It's not like Kefka or anything. I do wonder if they'll use that character again and actively actually just like 3D model it out or if they'll just like throw Sephiroth in it.
0: <sighs> oh, that would be amazing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and like, that would be a decidedly lazier approach, but I think I'm okay either way. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm is very this... curious. I'm very curious because obviously that trailer did so much effort to say this is exactly like this is this part remade. This is this part. Like you could.
1: yeah. If you're. I, <laughs> Sorry. I wonder
0: if there's anything new on mm. top
1: of it. I mean, like there's even. Uh, it showed part of an optional sequence where if you, you're supposed to go back into the castle, like you've got peach. Now you're supposed to go back to the castle and let the toads know it's fine. If you try to branch off, the other characters, one by one, surround Mario on all sides, and they're like, "Hey, we need to go to the castle." And you can say no, and then another one comes out, it's like, "Mario, come on, come the fuck on, Mario!" And you <laughs> no, <laughs> and then Bowser comes out and yells at you, and like everybody like jumps a little bit. That's in this footage, so there's going to be a lot of attention to detail. I don't know that new stuff is really necessary, to be honest. I'm curious. I'm curious why they dropped the subtitle
2: yeah I was just I am also about curious that. about thousand that. thousand uh, year, not, thousand no, years, uh not seven
0: right? stars seven seven, star, seven legendary stars legends the of, the seven legend seven stars. of the
2: seven stars or something like that yeah. legend of the seven stars NES 1996
1: and that game needs a different box art for the west <laughs> I see what they're doing they're matching the Japanese box art for the Super Nintendo original that's not the box art we had here.
2: <laughs>
1: this is just four characters on a white background. And I feel like they should have just made a different box. And just and do a different, a different cover. Choice.
0: I would yeah. love to see it designed by Yoshitaka Amano. Like one of those super, <laughs> like, yes. have him draw Bowser or something. Super, or...
1: super effeminate Mario reaching out. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Alright, well, tell me about the PlayStation
1: showcase.
0: It wasn't a uh it wasn't a state of play, it was a showcase.
1: I couldn't remember which fucking word they used for it. <laughs> I know PlayStations use like two or three different terms. This, this
0: means it's the big one. This means was it the big okay. one? Okay.
1: I guess it was the big one. I don't know. I guess it, I guess it was I the mean, big one. I mean, it's the only one we're gonna get, you know, we might.
0: <laughs> was it enough for you?
1: Um as someone who already has so much to play, yes. Because <laughs> I just need something to flesh out the end of my year at this point. I've got Final Fantasy XVI. I've got Street Fighter VI. I just finished Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I almost feel bad for Jedi Survivor because it's also here and is continually being shifted to the bottom of the pile. <laughs> And that's not entirely fair. And maybe I shouldn't have bought it when I did.
2: <laughs>
1: but I didn't have the time that's for exactly reasons. exactly why I
0: didn't buy it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know what? I bought it and then my world collapsed a little bit and I didn't really get to spend time with it. Um, I had a different vision. But I just, you know, I'm good for a while here. <laughs> but I was like, okay, what what big holiday games are there going to be? I mean, Mario Wonder, great, fine. Uh, Spider-Man 2 is what I need. Spider-Man 2 is what I need, and the end of October is when I need it. Uh, (laughs) Everything about that reveal looked like what I want. Yeah. Um, We're doing the Venom story, which was inevitable, you know. A, because it's a Spider-Man property that hasn't done it yet so it has to it's I swear to God it's in a contract somewhere but I'm also kind of into the way they're handling it because in this trailer um, you are they're already showing uh, Peter gets aggressive Peter is like angry and a little the little violent I'm like okay Um, I am absolutely ready for the part where Miles has to kick Peter's ass I'm absolutely set up. I'm ready and primed for that boss fight that I don't know exists, but I'm pretty sure exists. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it brought in Craven, uh, Kraven the Hunter. I, I love Spider-Man. So I'm always happy when they bring in like a weird character, like a weird villain. I'm like, yes, Craven is. Yes, let's do that. They started with that jungle setting. I was like, what game is this? I wasn't sure what we were doing. And and then it's Craven. I was like, "Fuck yeah, here we go!" And then like, <laughs> Craven's out here. He wants to kill everybody. And I'm into that. That's fine with me. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we've seen the lizard is here, and it's gonna be, it. it that looked friggin' it's cool. It's ki- it's it's kaiju. The lizard. It's yeah. it's the lizard, but he is a huge ass monster. And. Yeah, no, I'm very excited about this game. It looks great. It looks great. I am all about like everything I saw. Uh. Ugh. All right. I, I get that they're both Spider-Man, but it's a little weird when they when they address each other as Spider-Man.
2: <laughs> oh, is that what they do?
1: A little bit, but. It's wow. not, like, genuinely confusing because, you know, yeah, you can hear who's talking, and who else could they be talking to? There are just the two of them. But it's a little bit like, huh, that, I don't know. That needs to get played as a joke early on, honestly.
2: Interesting. Yeah. The, yeah. It, it looks fantastic. Uh, Spider-Man was one of the... No, I think it was my first Platinum, and I was... I couldn't stop playing the game like yeah. I, I was supposed to sleep, I was supposed to eat, <laughs> and I just, I just, I kept going. It was so enthralling, and the boss fight at the end of the first game was so emotional because they, had, yeah, they paid their dues to build up the characters, and what you're saying about, you know, the inevitable conflict, and you know, it's a character game as much yeah. as it is an action game, yeah. and I was impressed by that.
1: Spider-Man and- One did an excellent job of the inevitable conflict absolutely and making making you making like your heart break a little bit when you're like no i don't i don't want to do that
2: it's so memorable like you felt like it mattered and that's not easy to do uh in a game in a superhero game uh in my opinion to have that type of weight to it um yeah great
1: uh they added the little like web armpit things so they can glide and I, that Street was like so one
2: feature
0: after that first oh. game. I was like, they need to put that in the next one. They need mm-hmm. to put that in the next one.
1: So cool, oh, man! You could the one sequence where they really showed open world traversal with Miles. He got it was so fast. It was so fast. I want to do it so bad. Uh huh. <laughs> uh-huh. It looks like everything I really wanted Spider-Man two to be. And fuck yeah, let's go.
2: His spider October. sense and prompts look like the yes. like color scheme of Into the Spider Verse, where it's that like purple blue like like black like laser light thing, and that's mm-hmm. that like that makes me chub, like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I am chubby.
1: I do need them to put Spider Verse suits in this game,
2: like Wait, they did for Miles not, Morales. Did they well, not hang the
1: first one? Hear me out. No, no, because the movie hadn't come out. I don't think when Spider-Man Marvel Spider-Man came out,
0: they, they added them post. They
1: added them post game. You're right. They did. Um, and like Miles Morales one? had one that animated the same way where it like animated uh, on the yeah. teams or whatever. Yep. I was oh, like, I need one shit. of those that animates that way.
2: The suits are awesome. Yeah. Except for the doc. O- Oc suit. I don't know if they're thinking of that. Sorry.
1: Yeah. That was a weird one. I, I didn't quite get that one either, but it's eh, it's fine. <laughs> So i don't know i really love the first game and uh i honestly don't need to see another piece of media about two i'm i'm done i'm sold it looks like exactly what i want let's go
2: uh the only one thing i wanted to mention about playstation was dragon dogma 2 i think if you if you know then you know if you played the first one and people are sleeping on it it's gonna be great
0: are you yeah, one of those I'm guys on. are you the dragon dogma guy
2: I People that love that game love that game. I played game. the shit yeah. out of one. Yeah. It, there's a, it made a lot of, um like a, it broke a lot of ground in character animations. So you're fighting a goblin, right? Or whatever, this big creature, but you climb up that motherfucker with like daggers and you climb up on it, you start stabbing it in the yeah. eye. And I haven't seen a whole lot of that since. It's not something that you really notice in games uh until you do which is how your character interacts with other characters a lot of times whether we realize it or not you swing an axe and there's like a flash of color or a fake flash of blood and sometimes you put an axe in the throat and you start cutting the the neck off and seeing it and there's just like a, a visceralness that they nailed in the first game and now with all their learnings like you really feel like you're doing it um like the actions, the magic, or whatever. So, it's something that's going to be interesting uh, in Dragon's Dogma 2. The scale of the fights and the scale of the enemies. It's just the way they play with darkness in that game. It's Dragon's Dogma is a good RPG and it deserves uh, a sequel. And Capcom's on fire right now. Yeah, so, I Capcom's was going to say. Really yeah, I was going to say. I,
1: I didn't really click with Dragon's Dogma. I could see what they wanted to do and they just weren't doing it in a way that I, I was on board with quite yet. I've never gone back and tried it again, maybe I should. But um I have a lot of confidence that that Capcom's gonna get it right. They are time. just they are batting a thousand right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: One game be- that I want to talk about before we move on to Antonio's headline yes, that I nobody that. else is gonna talk about. But this is the boobs. Revenant Hill was announced, and this is the follow up to Night in the Woods which anybody who's ah. been listening oh, okay. to <laughs> long enough knows yeah. night in the woods is my shit hundo P and when I saw the trailer for Revenant, Phil- Revenant Hill, I almost cried because I didn't think we were going to get this follow up after the controversy surrounding the developers and that studio. And they went through a lot of shit. Um, yeah. And to see this, and to see how it is clearly an evolution of the kind of game that Night in the Woods was, oh, I just goosebumps. I'm so (laughs) excited that this game is coming. So very excited. All right. Antonio, you have on here, you want to talk about Starfield.
2: Yeah, so Xbox showed a bunch of stuff. Um, Xbox showed a bunch of stuff. People got... i I thought it was okay i thought what they showed was okay and whenever i'm not excited about something like people freak out but starfield is the thing that i think is overhyped um everyone knows that everything a lot is riding on the game
1: yeah it has to be overhyped there's literally
2: nothing else it it, so much is riding on it and um it's gonna it, it has expectations that are too high to meet but oh absolutely what, what was very weird is I watched the other time they did this and they revealed Starfield and they showed building a base, building your ship, the different planets, the combat. Then in this one, they showed it again. And, and as I'm watching reactions and everything, I, I felt like people acted like it was the first time they saw it. Like, I felt like people, like, to me, I'm like, What the fuck we've already seen this like okay like i knew this was in there even some of the shots were reused some of them were reused in a sense of saying look this looks better now we've we've worked on this but it wasn't like they and the pace of the reveal of the the starfield breakout was fairly slow it was that thing where they show the developer office and they have somebody talking and speaking and marketing speak to you about we believe that the player should be, you know, in charge of your own adventure. Shut the fuck up. Hot take. Hot take. I get two today. If a developer wants to talk, I'm fine with it. Like, I, like I want to talk. You know, talk a little bit about your motivations. Talk about what was difficult for you. What you love about the game. If you marketing speak me with your office in the background, I like your office. I wish I worked there. But if you marketing speak me and you have 25 fucking clips of marketing speak, like, in this trailer, you're wasting everyone's time. And I don't believe a word you're saying. (laughs) You know, you're not convincing, you know, the 20 to 30-year-old gamer by you saying that. Like, you got to show them and you're wasting time stop it looks like we've seen what they showed already which is why when I came out of it I was like okay they gave some new details and here are the five new things that they talked about which got me more excited like 100% they're like oh and now you could do this but what I think's happening with the game unfortunately is not only is it over hype but they're over promising so you have people who look at the fact that you can fight a ship and fight them ship to ship or board the ship. And some people walk away and saying, I'm just gonna be a pirate. I'm gonna play this whole game in space, never go down to a planet, and I'm just gonna do that. I'm gonna be a smuggler person and I'm gonna board ship after board ship. That's gonna be a huge chunk of what I do. I wanna newsflash you. I wanna give you some insight that that aspect of the game is gonna be shallow. It's gonna be the same randomized event over and over, you're gonna get, you know. Let's just give you five enemy types, different ship each time, but like a bunch of variations on the same thing. The layout's gonna be one of these, and it's gonna be procedurally generated. Sorry. If you don't see that, if you don't see that for like what where gaming is right now, like Star uh, Skyrim in space is a bad idea. When you're in Skyrim and you walk around something was around the bend right and even they didn't nail it you'd go into a a dungeon and some of them had a side quest that was cool writing and awesome some of them had a chest with some apples in it and it's all it's all a matter of perspective because you're much.
1: The
2: (laughs) the expanse of space guess what space is pretty empty even in a fictional space made with by human beings you have to use procedural generation that's why they walk back a thousand planets to 100 planets with life. oh and by the way some of those planets are gonna be just where you can mine resources and some will just have animals and not people and you know you and then you get down to what's realistic because of the expectations people are blowing it up and they look at what was shown and they believe that you're gonna be able to just board ships they believe that you're gonna be able to just when the reality of this game is is there's so much and the the scope is so big that some of these things will be shallow the boarding of the ships the base building is going to be good because they've done it in three games already they did it in skyrim they did it in you know fallout they've done experimentation with that the writing is going to be amazing because they've always been good at that and they know that a lot's writing on this the combat is going to be probably better than before like be logical people like the things they're good at will be better. But the whole aspect of some of these things that people are believing is it's not possible yet. And it's not possible with a team. And, and on top of it, Todd, Howard's a lying sack of shit? He will tell you, (laughs) he will tell you that this game is ready. He will, he will, you know, I was so pissed. They went on the fucking reveal and they tried to sell the collector's edition watch after the other like burlap sack nonsense they should have said you know what oh it would, that's right it would be in poor taste to plug the collector's edition in the reveal where we're supposed to be selling the game let's not sell the extras in the same video but no somebody somewhere was like you know what we got to really push the collector's edition item with the the 200 watch bundle and they did it and that was poor taste fuck you Whoever made that decision and Todd Howard, you should have at least not been the one to do it. He sat there and told me to buy the watch. It was a cool watch. I almost considered it. But that's not the (laughs) point. The point is it was poor taste And, and everything I just said are facts, not not opinions. Those are facts. That's all I have to say about it. It's gonna be great.
0: I love that you clearly have established Todd Howard as your nemesis. He lied to me multiple times. Freddie Prinze Jr. is mine.
2: It's gonna get an eight point five, an eight point two to an eight point nine. By the way.
1: All right,
0: you heard it here first. I just,
1: I I like the news story that came out later where it's like, uh, I. I think i read the headline that like starfield will have like quote the least bugs ever in a bethesda game at launch like do yeah. you know how low that bar is yeah that bar is on the floor and has rolled to the lowest corner of the room
2: they had six months to polish it after the last delay was it not six months <laughs> it wasn't all
1: polished man that game wasn't done <laughs> yeah because they,
2: they delayed it from 11 11 to uh, eight eight nine three, yeah
1: whatever it's
2: yeah man Keep your yeah. expectations in check it's gonna be great it's gonna be a great game it's not gonna be a masterpiece IMO I am I mean IMO of course it's not it's
1: 2023 Bethesda yeah this isn't even the same Bethesda that made Skyrim this is the same Bethesda mm-hmm. that ported Skyrim Instead of making something else,
2: that's wisdom. That's understanding um, the reality, and Will <laughs> understands that. He, you had mentioned it before. You know, you gotta, you gotta know it. Like that's not the same Atari. You know, that's not yeah. the same. And... Whatever things change, and uh we'll see. I, I, I'm gonna play the hell out of this game, but I just it upsets me when people come out and they're just like acting like they're new here. Like, are you new here? This, <laughs> this, like this is Todd Howard's Bethesda. This is how games work. Um, Because
1: everybody wants to talk about Skyrim. You notice how they haven't talked about the games they made after Skyrim? Right.
2: Like, what happened to No Man's Sky when it was all ambition, no reality? What happened? Does anybody remember? What happened it took a hell of a long time. It
0: eventually crawled out.
2: Does anybody remember Cyberpunk when it was all ambition, no reality? (laughs) Does anybody? Uh Raise your hand. All right? Just keep your expectations in check. It's going to be great.
0: With that said... I want to hear everybody's favorite game announcement across all of it. Mario, everything that happened.
1: Antonio, you (laughs) go first. Did you really just say Mario Wonder? You yeah, don't even like.
2: I. It's not true. You see, this is what I was trying to say. Ninety percent positive, ten percent. I hope it's better. So, thank you for pushing back on me, Will. I mean, I have to be challenging my opinions. We all should, but I really enjoyed it. I think it's going to be great wait you're uh, fucking anti- serious no most anticipated i mean quite honestly <laughs> dragon's dogma 2 probably okay but 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 my honestly mario wonder probably top five of everything i saw fable if it ends up working out i mean it looked cool i don't know
1: i mean you didn't see the game you didn't see yeah. how the game plays well,
2: i actually i saw some interviews later where supposedly they said that there's the a couple where, there's a couple yeah, of like shots when you're jumping in sin- the house. like it's like a the chase scene or whatever. Yeah, supposedly mm. that's going to be a gameplay segment. But okay, who knows? a
1: highly scripted gameplay segment. Yeah, a, a scripted
2: gameplay segment. It's not going to be like the sword and shield combat or whatever the hell's going on minute to minute. Yeah, so I don't know.
1: With giant guy from the IT crowd.
2: <laughs>
1: Will, Will, what's your favorite? What's my favorite? Um, I think right now it has to be spider-man honestly uh spider-man 2 is there are a lot of games that i liked that we saw over this whole thing but nothing really quite you know i am ready to play another spider-man game right now you know um do i want to play final fantasy 7 rebirth and see what else is going on there absolutely i do that trailer was fucking bananas but that game comes out next year I need to shelve it, you know. Uh, I will talk about it at length if anybody wants me to. (laughs) But I I can't do that to myself right now. Um, They're redoing Star Ocean 2. I'm into that too, but I'm not ready to play another RPG right now.
2: I'm interested in that.
1: There is a wait list for my RPG attention span. And Star Ocean is going to have to wait its turn. It's like the only game that I'm... I'm the most excited about Spider Man 2 because it's absolutely for sure going to meet lofty expectations. If you wanted me to say something else, um, I'm interested to see where Sonic Superstars goes. <gasps> yeah.
0: Yeah. Another four player yeah. co op yeah. game. Could
2: it be good, Will? Could it be mm-hmm. good? Could it be good? It could totally be good. Sweet.
1: Like, <laughs> of course it could be. Um, it could be. Starfield could be good. <laughs> Um, I like that it's a 2D game. I like that it's a 2D game, and a lot of what I've seen is what I like about 2D Sonic games. My favorite Sonic game is still Sonic Mania. So, like, I feel like 2D is where that works the best right now. They just, God help them, they cannot get the 3D stuff right. So, I am glad to see them back on the 2D plane. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and God, I think that was
0: just too. fucking terrible
1: it was so fucking weird so it?
0: boring my yeah. God my it's favorite so game from yeah. the entire announcement set yeah we haven't talked about it at all was Star oh. Wars outlaws I oh, was yeah, that happened. I was floored this thing was like uncharted and Star Wars just got into a room and got nasty together like just <laughs> it looks so <laughs> cool. I love the design of the heads up display when the little little marker comes up that says where you are in the font. It's just the character and she's got like the little cute guy, the little cute guy that does the cute things and you can command him to do the thing. It's like he's like the BD1, but he's like a little mutant furry monster guy. You get on a freaking speeder bike and you're speeding through this village and then you get into your ship and then your ship takes off and then it flies off And then you're piloting and doing space combat shit. And then they do that cut at the end that shows all the different locations. And this
1: kind of sounds more Starfield than Starfield does. I, (laughs) I, I loved just the, the personality,
0: the vibes that this thing put off. I just felt like it looked like horizon. It looked like, it looked like uncharted it looked like that third-person scripted adventure action game that I just get chubby for all day. Um, I I'm not, I, I didn't I'm not a huge I'm not a huge Star Wars guy. I like Star Wars guy. I like Star Wars. I like Star Wars a lot. But I'm not like a Star Wars super fan that it's gonna lose my shit at everything Star Wars. This game just looks so good. Looks so so good. Um,
1: I was blown away. I was very surprised by how I, much I was into that trailer. Is that when when is that? When is that supposed to happen? Next year. Next year. Okay. In I didn't quotes. watch any I didn't watch any of the Ubisoft stuff. Um full Did, disclosure, Ubisoft with Ubisoft games, I know that a game's going to come out in 2 months it's going to be half price and I'm going to have everybody's uh, opinion on it.
0: Have you seen so the, like, Have you seen the trailer for
2: it? I have not. No. Oh the my tri- god. I've missed it. Which game? Star uh, Wars Star Outlaws. Wars. Oh my god. When I we're done some, here, yeah, when okay.
0: we're done here, you guys go and watch that trailer. Okay. I will go watch it. Um, I don't it know. It stole
2: they, the show. It's it stole the show. It was like the It stole it from me. Yeah, like it, I I, I for sure
0: thought it would have been Spider-Man or Final Fantasy, but uh, this game came out of nowhere and okay. it pantsed me. It pantsed yeah, me. I, it's I the didn't boobs. watch that one
1: I'll have to do that. <laughs> Some I think of the new these... Prince of Persia looks like it could be cool, but yeah, that's cool too.
2: They canceled the remake completely, then, right? And then no, were I think just it's like, still in development. The Sands of oh, Time I remake? Thought they canned it, yeah. Yeah, so I they think had they had, had to play start play.
1: over because everyone noticed how even in like the publicity screenshots, you could tell that the same model, the same guy, was in this shot three times.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I hope they do that uh, one
2: right. I the like like the star wars thing that you were talking about and you're right if they the the expertly crafted dense locales that feel alive are going to be better than the empty space like here's a planet for you to go to that's just empty like again that's realistic right they they are gonna yeah. use I want their to... deep lore and world and characters and make it feel alive and that's what starfield should have promised instead of like just scope You know, nobody gives a fuck in the end about that. Mass Effect didn't, like Star Wars didn't, you know, like, this is what you have to do to make a good space. I'll do a hot take. Oh!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Massive scopes do more harm than good. Smaller, video games on a smaller scope are nine times out of ten better for it. RPGs like Starfield need space, need space, Places to go where yep. role playing can happen and that happens way better in spaces that aren't empty or filled with well that guy has a quest over there and that's it. Like smaller, more intentionally designed spaces are better for most things. Um so I get into it, I
2: get into I get huh? I'm so glad you're back though. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I get it, I get into an argument with a friend of mine on a regular basis about the Batman Arkham games. Cuz I sit here and I say Arkham Asylum is the best one. It is not close. Those games ballooned and got messy real quick. Arkham Asylum like they it the, I don't I'm not advocating every game be that small, be that small in scope. But why does the ocean deep as a puddle? doesn't work most of the time i don't feel certainly not in an rpg setting where you need that depth that depth needs to be there
2: hondo p you you know i think uh, we
1: all agree on that one
2: all agree on that one so just so you know the fucking uh, industry doesn't i think (laughs) assassin's creed you know typically big oh that's another one yeah it's going to die starfield comes out september 6th Assassin's Creed Mirage October twelfth, Spider Man two October twentieth, mm-hmm. Super Mario Brothers Wonder October twentieth. October I hadn't even thought about it. that. It's it's gonna get shit on, like like Taco Bell. It's gonna get Taco Belled out the wazoo, and I'm so sad Taco about it. Oh man,
1: see, I thought he brought up Assassin's Creed as another example for my point. <laughs> no, it is.
2: I, well, I feel like it's suffer, Assassin's
1: right? Creed is the fucking poster child for my point.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm agreeing with you. It's gonna die because it has it's all scope, no it got right, like, it ballooned.
1: Even Assassin's Creed is scaling back down for Mirage. You They're having to, to tighten it, it looks back. up. For it. And it looks better for it.
2: Like the locale seems like it's been done before. But anyway, I don't wanna digress, sorry.
1: That's fine as long as it's done well. We'll see. Like that's fine. You know what? Most of the yakuza games take place in the same fucking neighborhood.
2: <laughs> same three alleys. You run down three alleys the whole time.
1: And same noodles. But it's they're created with a lot of detail and depth, so it still works. Yep. Hundo P. Like I would, re- I would take a smaller, more intentionally designed space than anything that even has the word procedural generation in its description.
2: You know, like when you're getting licked and they're just like licking everywhere and you're just like, can you just focus and put all your care and attention on the spot? Like Like a hummingbird? Yeah, like
1: the spot TM.
2: You know, just like put the extra effort into the like the good spot and just focus on that. You know what I mean? Nobody likes the
1: sloppy liquor. It's time for Discord Leaderboard. At the Mega Dads Discord, we have a bot who keeps track of how often each member posts. And each month, I tally those up to determine our most active members.
2: For this month, those members are... In third place, Laffer. In second place, njohnson5513. And in first place, has he even opened up his PSVR2 yet? Brian
1: S. A.K.A. Braves B. And our most active Megadads
2: team member, the glue that keeps the team together, Hypecaster. As of the first of the month, all post counts have been reset. So get
1: in our Discord, get chatting, and maybe next time you can be on the Discord leaderboard.
0: Here's the deal. Uh, I'm pretty sure I deleted my caboose whistle sound effect. Um, So instead (laughs) of that, that, we're going to do this. I'm going to come and we're going to start talking about the caboose because we've reached the end of this episode of mega dads live. Uh, but the fun doesn't stop when the podcast does. We have so much coming up this month here at MegaDads. dads. Um, so many games, so many games to review. I know will's working on a review yeah. for legend of Zelda tears of the kingdom. He's put 756 hours into it and he's finally got a score for us, right? Yeah. It's coming.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I will be reviewing Final Fantasy sixteen. Antonio's probably going to be playing Diablo again for like four months in a row. Can,
2: can we call the caboose happy ending?
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
2: <laughs> can we change it right now?
0: Oh, my God. I'll, I'll work on a new jingle. I'll work that on a feels, new song. That feels more on brand. It, it does. does. It really does. So let's recommend something outside of the world of video games
1: for folks Who'd like to start? Will, Will, you're back. I'll start. Why don't you kick us off? Um, what you guys know about books? Oh, like we God. You lost me. <laughs> you lost me. me. Give me some.
2: Give me some. I,
1: I've, in an effort to deal with some things, I've, I've taken up some older hobbies and things. I'm reading again. Um, right now, I am reading Legends and Lattes. Oh. <gasps> which describes itself as a high fantasy book with low stakes <laughs> it's about an adventurer who has retired they, they've done their last quest and now they're opening well she's opening a coffee shop but no one knows what coffee is coffee is highly <laughs> regionalized she had it somewhere out in like a gnomish city or something and she's bringing it here and nobody knows what it is and um, and she is an orc so people are kind of standoffish and stuff so buying this right now. i am really enjoying this book it's not like a new book it's not news or anything um i'm sure a lot of people have read it if they read fantasy but i hadn't and i am really into it i'm having a good time reading this book look at like, you I just uh i just finished a chapter like she just hired a little a little ratkin boy named Thimble to come in and bake cinnamon rolls, and I'm all about it. Like, yeah, oh, Thimble, make those cinnamon rolls. And um It's it's not action-packed, but like it doesn't pretend to be, and I feel like it's written really well and it's very nice.
0: Legends and lattes?
1: Uh yeah, actually give me a second. I can get it and give you the author.
2: Travis Baldree.
1: Uh yeah, Travis Baldree i'm buying
2: this right Legends now it lattes. looks fantastic it's, it's incredibly a, highly It's a good rated. book yeah That's i love the cover yeah it's a good book
0: all right antonio give us your happy ending
2: oh my happy ending outside of games i mean i i just have to be honest any waking moment that i have i'm gaming it's not often that you have so many good games that you are overwhelmed for a long time i was waiting for something to be addicting mm-hmm. so if if as if anything i would say best time i'm having is trying something outside of my purview right i'm not a fighting game person not an action hack and slash person zelda wasn't my favorite like game series you know I, it it and now i'm just like zelda legos nuts and bolts like this is fantastic like i'm an online ranked fighter like i'm spending an obscene amount of of hours playing diablo so go out of your comfort zone that's my like my happiness right now is trying new things like i don't know almond milk yeah, like books, books, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I don't have time for things outside of gaming. Gaming is too good. Once it hits your lips, once it hits your lips.
1: Well, then t- maybe I'm priming people because maybe they'll read my book.
2: Yeah, read this. Read this. Oh,
1: <gasps> Oh. it's not done.
2: Oh, okay. I want to read it. <laughs> oh,
0: no, it's not done. All right. Let's okay, try new things, try new things. I was going to recommend a movie, but I always recommend a movie. So I'm going to try something different. What was the movie? Just tell me. John Four. It's fucking rad. Okay, keep going. Fucking rad. Yeah. Um, lemonade. Okay. Lemonade. No, it, is okay. Hot. No le- it is hot as balls right it's now. It's fucking hot, yeah. Lemonade. It is hot as balls right now, and I don't always promote um, getting drunk. So when you're <laughs> not getting drunk, a nice ice-cold glass of lemonade in the summer, there is something about it. I've been drinking a lot of it lately. It's probably why I can't make it through the night without having I mean to pee. Any, do you guys have that problem? I cannot make it through the night. Not at all.
2: Lemonade uh, is such shit. Unless it's an Arnold Palmer mix. Are you shitting it on lemonade? You, yeah. It ma- lemonade makes you thirsty, which is a...
0: Just drink more know. lemonade.
2: Problem solved. No, I, uh, <laughs> it's not refreshing. Oh, it's, it's good. It's, it's, it's so good. It doesn't quench. It's just... Now, ice cold pineapple.
0: Lemonade and adult diapers so that you don't have to get up in the middle of the night to pee like I do. (laughs) That's that's my happy ending. Thank you. (laughs) That's going to do it, guys, Um, for this episode of Mega Dads Live. We hope that you have a wonderful uh, day celebrating um, something that's not America. As you're listening to this, this is getting published on July 4th. Celebrate the fact that uh, Jeff Goldblum Killed aliens on this day, back in the 90s or something, right? On this
2: Independence yeah. Day. One of the best monologues in cinema.
0: Coming up, we've got a lot of great stuff on Mega Dads. And next month, I will be at 2DCon which uh, I'll be doing another live show. I don't know what that looks like yet, but I'll be there at 2 If you are local in the Minnesota area, uh, look up 2 get some tickets. Come see me. I'll be there. Evan's going to be there. Rob is going to be there. It's going to be a great time. That's going to do it for this episode of Mega Dad's Live. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you next month.